Hello friends, it's Phil and today I'm going to be talking very, very briefly about Twitter. And I thought I'd share some insights into what I think's going on inside Twitter or what's going in going on around inside Twitter. As opposed to just commenting on what everyone else is commenting on. The chaos that everyone's talking about. Now, here's the thing. If we look back briefly on Elon Musk's acquisition of Twitter for 44 billion pound or billion dollars, we will note that over a period of time, he stalled, let's say, he stalled the deal. Was he intending to buy it for 44 billion? The chances are he thinks it's worth more than that, I would have thought. But my thinking is, is that he was stalling the deal to give him time to plan what the new operating model was going to be. Because look, you don't buy a $44 billion business without huge amounts of planning and huge amounts of thinking. And let's say there are, those are two things that Elon, well, is phenomenally brilliant at. So there's been huge amounts of planning. So what you see isn't chaos, it's change. It's change. Twitter is undergoing change and change is never easy for anyone or anything. It's always difficult. But the saying that I used the other day, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So let's say Elon spent six to nine months or even probably longer before he announced his intention to buy, he probably spent slow thinking, thinking through everything, kind of before the chaos whipped up. But now he's in a mode where smooth is fast. So he's doing things that seem chaotic, doing things that seem trigger happy, doing things that seem to be kind of bonkers, but they're all happening at a positive frequency of execution. As an example, uh, he's introduced this idea that you can buy the old blue tick that basically was a verification thing um, for $8 a month and it gives you something else. Now, this is just simply a shock and change idea. He's proposing to the market that actually within hours of his acquisition of Twitter, he was talking about that it's gonna make money. It's gonna make money from subscriptions, it's gonna make money from membership. The other thing that he did very, very quickly to shock change was he talked about downsizing the business. Now, having experienced this in my early career, in a dot-com, in one of the big dot-coms is actually when all the planning is done and all the thinking around the new operating model is done, there are simply people that don't fit into the new operating model. It doesn't matter. Um, well, it doesn't matter, it's not the right word. 
the, the simple thing is, is the way you did things before and the way you're doing things in the future are different. And therefore what happens is some people have the ability to move into that new operating model because they're there and they understand the new model and they're on board and other people just won't get it or they can't get it or they don't want to get it. And actually that's part of the, the change function that happens with changing the operational model is that there's just a whole tier of people that the day after the acquisition will simply know that their, their job, their thinking, their understanding is completely different to what the understanding is going forward. So all those people, and they say the whole of the Twitter organization will be thinking, do I stay or do I go? But this signal of change will have been there for a long time, a long, long time. So those may have been there longer than they should have been. And then there are others that may have come just at the right time. That's the thought, isn't it? Right, so <clears throat> just as a little side, a side note, there's two things around Twitter that also interest me. One is back in, t in June 2000, there was a uh, social media network called Friends Reunited. It was based in the UK. And the whole thing was a membership model. It was before basically the ad tech industry had got hold of timelines. And the membership model was £10 per month. Now there's the similarity that I see is Elon's created a membership model component and possibly that means he will be moving away from only ad revenue and moving towards service which kind of fits perfectly into what he understands paypal is a banking payment service why not plug that type of thing in you know his cars are a service his space rocket is a service so he's much more of a membership model come service business so maybe that's happening right and here's the other thing that seems to be uh, going in the direction of membership thinking when tim cook at apple decided that giving data away and privacy for free to the likes of facebook and google for instance with uh that was ios 14.5 the update it basically killed off, it started to corrode the old, well, they say the old, but the ad tech industry as we know it, started to simply say it's defunct and there's something new coming. I think the new thing is membership, membership models, huge membership models with brilliant services added. And that's kind of like the super app concept, isn't it? And Twitter's got a start point. It says there's 450 members worldwide. There's probably not when you take away the bots. It's about, I believe, 230 million people. But that's not a bad place to start, is my thinking. Anyway, look, that went on a bit longer than I thought it was. But that's just my insights into what Twitter's doing and some of the other stuff around Twitter. Anyway, thanks for listening. Take care. Ta -da, bye.